Welcome to After the Fact, a Knowing Faith mini episode where we look to take a big question and address it in just a few minutes. Our After the Fact episodes this season are brought to you by the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. If you haven't had a chance to find out if seminary is right for you, you should hop over to sbts.edu slash explore, where Southern has designed a really helpful tool to help you think through that question. We're discussing Romans on Knowing Faith this season, and joining us today is Dr. John Wilsey. Dr. Wilsey is Associate Professor of Church History and Philosophy at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and the author of One Nation Under God, an Evangelical Critique of Christian America, and American Exceptionalism and Civil Religion, Reassessing the History of an Idea, and the recently released God's Cold Warrior, The Life and Faith of John Foster Dulles. Dr. Wilsey, welcome to After the Fact. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, Kyle. Glad to be here. Um, here is the big question for today. What is civil religion? Yeah, I I have a a very specific definition for that. I'll just read it right out of my book uh, on American exceptionalism, civil religion. Civil religion is a set of practices, symbols, and beliefs distinct from traditional religion, yet providing a universal values paradigm around which the citizenry can unite. All right, So, so when we think about Civil religion. We don't want to think about this in terms of a, uh, a revelatory faith system. There, there's no, of course, salvation that is, um, you know, necessary to civil religion. It's, it's, it's. It does account for transcendent values and beliefs. Those things that uh, are bigger than us and and bigger than our own generation uh, that have been shared and passed down from generation to generation. Um, so American founding ideals. Um, In the Declaration of Independence, you know, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, endowed by the Creator with certain inalienable rights. Um, That's a belief in civil religion. Um, You know, uh, the Constitution is is sort of a a text. It's a sacred text in civil religion, but we wouldn't say sacred in the same way we'd say scripture. Sacred would mean in a more broad sense, like set apart for a very specific purpose, not a common text. Not something to be used for just any old thing, sure. uh, but but for a very specific use and very specific purpose. So those those are texts, and they represent beliefs, and they are also symbols um, mm-hmm. that you know serve as uh, as uh, rallying points for sure. our citizenry. So let me ask you two questions and follow up: Is civil religion unavoidable? Uh, like can. Like if somebody said to you, well, listen, I'm not an adherent or a practitioner of American civil religion. Would you say, oh, of course you're not. Or would you say, no, we're, it's like osmotic, like it's in the atmosphere. So is it, it is. Av- yeah. okay, so it's unavoidable. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you go to a baseball game and you stand for the national anthem, even if you don't sing, you're participating in civil religion. So civil religion is unavoidable. Let me ask you, uh, let me ask this, is it good or bad as it pertains to the Christian story and meaningful participation in it, or maybe it's not necessarily good or bad. Maybe there's a third way. Yeah. How, how should the Christian approach the unavoidable reality yeah. that we are in an atmosphere of civil religion? Yeah, it, it, it ought to be neutral. It yeah. ought to be something that anybody, uh, you know, regardless of their faith commitment, can can uh, subscribe to and be a part of and, and participate in. Um, you know, one of the things we can do uh, uh, in civil religion is go to visit Arlington Cemetery, visit the Changing of the Guard at uh, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Hmm. Very, very um, heavy with symbolism, 
um, sure. and beliefs that are sort of represented there. And you can go and, and celebrate that as a, you know, American citizen, as someone who's, uh, you know, values the sacrifice of others on behalf of, of, of ourselves and our current generation. Now, it can become very bad. If civil religion does turn into America's the new Israel, America's God's chosen people, and it becomes something like, uh, you know, the worst forms of Christian nationalism, where it's us against everybody else, um, and in the name of God, civil religion can become that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Christians ought to be the ones to guard against that more than anybody else. So just in closing, there has been, I feel like in the last few years, uh, and I'm putting you on the spot here, This for the audience, this wasn't one of the prepared questions. I just want to give Dr. Wilsey the credibility of coverage okay. here. But, All um, right. In the last few years, there has been no end to invocation, either as threat or as opportunity or for opportunity of the idea of Christian nationalism. Maybe just real quickly, I don't need you to weigh in on yes or no. What? How is civil religion different from Christian nationalism? Is Christian nationalism uh, merely a species of a very internalized civil religion? Is it something altogether different? Is it a really healthy expression or a really unhealthy expression? I, I guess maybe people in the last few years are not as familiar with the phrase or concept of civil religion, but they've definitely heard the phrase Christian nationalism, and I wonder how they might be able to sort those two things. It's too bad that people have had overexposure to Christian nationalism and not civil religion. Civil religion, I think, is much easier to define and locate, and also I think it's easier to be on guard against some of the warning signs. Okay. Christian nationalism is uh, uh, almost a hopelessly broad category. It can be defined and is defined these days to be anything the person wants to define it as. Right, okay. Um, and uh, one thing that's alarming, people on the, on the left, I would say, um, some people on the left, I don't know all of them, but I think on the left, there is a, a desire to use Christian nationalism as a, as a crowbar to force um, religious people out of the public square. Sure. Yeah. Civil religion, you could, never really, you could never really use it for that purpose. But Christian nationalism, yeah. Okay. Well, Dr. Wilsey, thank you for joining us on the show today. This has been really insightful. To the listener, I actually had Dr. Wilsey as a professor early in my <laughs> seminary career, and so this yep. was selfish to have him on here again, yep. but I'm thankful for you joining us today. Thank you. I'm thankful too. Thanks, Kyle. After the Fact is brought to you by the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. If you want to study with incredible professors like Dr. Wilsey, head over to sbts.edu and discover why Southern Seminary is trusted for truth. <laughs>